A four-year college degree used to be the stepping stone to the American dream. We played the game, we checked the boxes, we outperformed our superiors, and according to the rule book, we arrived. Unfortunately, we realized that this couldn't be it. Our legacy goals turned out to be much bigger than what we were promised as the American dream. We want more. The system used to determine our salary, but we know we have control over our earning potential. Now we are charting new career paths, leveraging our expertise into high value and high ticket coaching programs. And I get it. Having the courage to start your own coaching business and actually sell your program online can be tough. Look, it may not be easy, but it can be simple. In each episode, we're going to take a deep dive into one core growth strategy so you can gain a clear understanding of what's required to raise your rates, articulate your value, and deliver the best results to your coaching clients online. All you have to do is listen to what Jerisha said. If you are ready for a transparent, I'm talking all the way real, edge snatching strategies to sustainably surpass your salary and build a legacy you're proud of, grab your castor oil, your notebook, and keep listening. I am your host, corporate engineer turned online business coach, Jerisha Hawk. And you're listening to what Jerisha said. Today's episode is short, sweet, and packed with a ton of value. I'll be wasting no time in diving right into answering one of your questions. Let's get to it. I want us to peel back the layers of what's really stopping you from starting. When you say, you know, I'm I'm afraid of failure or it's perfectionism, who are you really afraid of watching you fail? And then secondly, how are you defining failure? Are you defining failure because you didn't achieve a goal in the time frame that you wanted? But then it's like, okay, how good were your expectations of how long it would take you to do it? Are you really evaluating what your current capacity is or what your current capital is? And when I say capital, I don't just mean money, but what your current capital is, what form of investment do you have right now to put into the thing that you're doing? How much time do you have? How much energy you have? Um, What are the resources you have available? And based off the capacity that you have, do you have enough of that capacity to actually execute the thing that you want in the time frame that you want to do it? Questions that need answers questions that need answers no mike i think a fear of success is super real it's super 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 real and i think it but then i think it still goes back to who are you afraid of watching you succeed who are you afraid of watching you succeed i know this was for me something i struggled with in the beginning and it might be different for you is i was afraid of what people might think if i had more because people already talk like, oh, you're the little light-skinned golden child of the family. Whoop-de-whoop. You got you a degree. You got you a good job. Like, you out here think you balling. You changed up on people. I didn't change up on anybody. Okay? Jay been bougie since the day I came out the womb. I don't care what nobody got to say. Okay? I've been bougie. That's it. But people, like, what are you? who are you afraid of watching you succeed? And it's really like, what are you afraid of people saying because now you are succeeding? And how are you defining success? Like it all goes back to like, I want us to get to the root cause of what's really, like I want us to penetrate down to the root, right? I know I know. for me and my family, I was definitely concerned of like what people are gonna think, what people are gonna say, like, oh, you make more money now, you in a different tax bracket. Like why are you doing, why are you going on luxury four week vacations? Why do you need a new car? Why are you buying a new house? Why are you getting this? Why are you getting that? 
oh you think you good now you don't get uh you don't buy synthetic weeds from the beauty supply no more which i still do don't come at me sis some of my wigs cannot use a flat iron why because they will burn i learned that the hard way in in, in california last week i you know you can buy some good uh cheap synthetic wigs where they can handle heat that didn't happen last week i almost caught the hotel room on fire i didn't tell nobody about it why because i was embarrassed but here is a new day we're being open here but like what what are you what, what what are you really afraid of right of like you know or are you afraid of being the new money i know the first time i shopped at Saks, i felt like i did not belong right i felt like i did not belong why because i had never like i didn't i've never shopped at Saks. they're over here asking me um i know the funniest thing was when i had my first amex experience uh, I got an Amex Platinum card because it's a really great travels benefits credit, a, a debit, uh, not credit card, charge card. And I was in the Amex lounge and the lady's like, oh man, would you like to get uh, get a, do spa services today during your stay here in the lounge? Um, in between here and your flight, I'm like, what do you mean? How much is the spa? She said, ma'am, you don't pay for the spa. It's complimentary. I'm over here afraid of success because I'm worried about what Sally going to say on the other counter at Amex or Saks. Because uh, I don't want her to know, I, I, I don't want her to know that I'm really a fraud, right? Sometimes we're fear of success because we feel like a fraud. We feel like we don't belong. We feel like we're not supposed to have, or that if we do have, it's going to be short-lived. That we're going to burn through it, like everybody in our uh, else in our family has done. That we're not going to know how to manage our money because our mamas didn't teach us how to do that. That we're going to ruin our credit now that we have access to getting more credit because we have more money because nobody taught us how to run money. Like we start creating all these stories. And those stories may be true and those stories may have served you up until this point in your life and those stories may have been the reality, but the reality is that you can change those things. You can learn how to manage your money. You can learn how credit works. You can learn um, how to pay off your debt. Like you can learn how to receive complimentary nail and spa services at the Amex lounge. You can learn how to expect the Pellegrino, what is it? I can't even say the water, Pellegrigio. Babe, how do you say that water, that green bottle of water is a Pellegrigio? Pellegrino, that you can get, you can start expecting that Pellegrino water at sex. I still don't know how to pronounce. It. I'm like, yeah, I want that glass bottle of water. Mm-hmm. I had to acquire the taste. You want to know why? Because at first the water tasted nasty to me. I wasn't used to drinking sparkling water. I wasn't used to that. I wasn't used to that. I'm like, we're Dasani. All I know is filtered water, possibly purified, possibly water with uh, alkaline in it. That was as bougie as I got. I wasn't used to no sparkling water, Pellegr Pellegrino. I'm like, <clears throat> is it supposed to taste like this? And my fiance is like, yes, honey. Yes, it is. It tastes better with lime. I'm like, okay, okay, right? So I think a lot of the time, you know, a fear of success is super real. But like, really think about what are you afraid of? Why are you af afraid of success? Because you don't know how to handle it? Because it's new for you? Because you're the first in your family? But I think many of us are going to be the first in our families. Like many, like many of us are going to be the first in our families. Oh, Chelsea. Yes. Y'all got me with my, um, my color purple braids in. Okay. I have a sports bra on. I have light lift today. You know, I'm outside in the elements. Just being honest, like, but many of us are new money. Many of us, we're going to be the first in our families to experience it. Many of us are. And I think once we stop saying, like, stop looking at yourself as the exception, which you are to a degree, but, like, get over the fact that you're the special unicorn. We know you're the special unicorn, but then I just need you to, like, 
embody the fact that you are the special unicorn embody the fact that yes you are the first to do it and period like stop looking at it as a downfall or a negative but really shift your perspective around it because it's a blessing like you are literally going to be the person responsible for breaking generational curses in your family you are going to be the one responsible for changing the financial dynamic of your household like your children are going to have a different level of privilege because of the work that you did and because of everybody that else that came before you to get to put you in a position to have this privilege to do the things that you're doing you're going to continue that on but i think our impact of this generation is going to be profound from a financial perspective it's specific, specifically for women and specifically for women of color and just people of color in general because we're in a new age like the only reason why you have a glass ceiling or you're experiencing a glass ceiling on your earning potential is because you put it there. And I, there's a lot going on systematically and in the corporate environment. But I also believe that we live in a time where you have control over what your earning potential is. And I do believe, and I said this a thousand times over, this is one of my core beliefs. Entrepreneurship is the bridge to economic equalization. Even if you work a nine to five job, you have the capacity and you have resources that are available for you to make money outside of your traditional paycheck. And if you're full time for yourself, your earning potential is as much as you want it to be. Right. So I really do believe like we're in a time period where like the tides are shifting. So when you think about fear of failure and perfectionism, fear of success, I want you to peel back the layers and ask yourself, who are you really afraid of watching you fail? Or who are you afraid of watching you succeed, right? What stories do you have coupled with failing or with succeeding? And really peel back the layers. I want us to penetrate to the root of what's really going on. What's really going on, right? Like I know um, many of my clients, many of the students that I work with are, are people of color. You know, they're black, Asians, uh, Hispanics, Muslim. They're from different cultures, different parts of the world. And I know something that's been uh, a, a few people have reached out to me and said is like, Jay, I feel uncomfortable being in these rooms. I'm like, I'm not used to, like I'm I know I'm normally the only one, but I'm not used to navigating spaces where I'm in like uh, th like there's just a dis discomfort with navigating these spaces, you know, being in a room full of white men or being in uh, the bank, having elevated conversation about your finances or you know you shopping in a new department store and you have like you not being able to pronounce any of these designers names or me like i still don't i'm still acquiring the taste of sparkling water right I, something as basic as the complimentary thing they give you when you walk in the store you don't know how to act you, mm, right i'm like where the free you know you just don't know how to act and like feeling that discomfort being in these new spaces but just um or maybe that's what it is for you whatever it is for you i want you to start peel back the layers of what that is Okay, because this whole whatever stopping you from starting, we have to be able to identify what that barrier is so you can make sure that you have the adequate resources to remove that barrier so you can move forward. Right. Because you not starting is should not be an option for you. Like you've overcome so much to get to where you are today. What are you? Why is this other thing stopping you from like continuing to progress forward? And I think it's important a lot of us will allow these things to start of, stop us from starting. But I want you to look at what is the alternative if you don't start? What is your reality going to be if you choose not to start? If you choose not to invest in yourself? If you choose not to actually sell the freaking service? If you choose not to do the live stream? If you choose not to do whatever it is, what is, what is going to be the alternative? Because many of us don't look at the cost of not taking action that's still a choice you not choosing to act is still an an option 
But what is the cost of you not starting? What happens if you don't start? What does your reality look like if you don't start? I appreciate you for listening, rating, and subscribing to the Jerisha Said podcast today. You're the best, not just because you chose to listen to this episode, but because you are amazing at the results you deliver for your clients. We both know it. And I imagine it's about damn time that you raise your rates to reflect it, okay? I know raising your prices can be scary. And that's because high ticket offers come with more sales objections. I get it. But it's time to stop hiding behind your fear of hearing the word no. You can raise your rates and make big money if you learn how to overcome the most common sales objections. But how much more should you be charging? Let's figure that out together. Visit jerishahawk.com backslash more money and answer these 10 questions to know exactly how much more you should be charging. No more guessing, no more getting underpaid. Now is the time to review your prices and give yourself a raise. Visit jerishahawk.com backslash more money to find out exactly how much more you are qualified to be charging and how much more you should be charging today.